Throughout my adult life, my focus has been on making the world a more beautiful place. Initially, I pursued this goal as a hairstylist, working on the external appearance of individuals to make them feel more beautiful. However, I wanted more, so I began to shift my focus to helping people make better choices and achieve greater beauty from within. As a transformational life coach, I specialize in helping you identify and change the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Join me each week as we discuss, interview, teach, and explore the fundamental principles of healthy relationships. Welcome to Conscious Conversations with Louisa. In today's episode of Conscious Conversations with Louisa, I'm speaking with Dawn Michaels. Hello, everyone. I am extra excited to highlight Dawn today because I actually got to get introduced to coaching because of this remarkable woman. I had started transformational work and I was loving being part of life and the journey. And this beautiful woman walks into my life and gives me a gift. And I had no idea that you could live two doors down from someone and not know who they are and not know the, what it's like to change somebody's life, just coming in and getting a haircut. Usually I'm the one who was like, Oh, look what I could do for you. But she actually came into my life and said, look what I could do for you. And I love that I said yes, because my life took a whole different turn from that moment on. And I felt safe. I trusted you. And I knew that if I, if you were there for a reason, and I'm absolutely grateful to you, and you've been doing this work for a very long time. And the fact that you have a photo with Esther Hicks is, you know, like people get starstruck if you get, I don't know, JLo as the person to take a picture with, but Esther Hicks, that's next level. So, yeah. and, and that was back in 2003. That was a long, long time ago. So you've been in this work for a really long time. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and share who you are and how you got into this work, because you've done some remarkable things being at it for as long as you have. And I find that you're so under the radar, like, you know, you, you're a bulldozer with what you do and you do it so gently and, and kindly that you're not, you almost don't see it coming. So (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I'm going to have to remember that. So yeah, I started on my spiritual journey 43 years ago. I was 17 and working on traumatic childhood. And I found the law of attraction back in 1979. And there wasn't the internet or a lot of books on the subject, but I found what I could and I started trying to apply it to live my best life. And I was doing everything that they told me and it wasn't working. You know, I was doing affirmations. I was I was thinking positively and micromanaging every thought I had. I was Back then, creative visualizations were a big thing. And so I was doing creative visualizations for like an hour a day and and nothing was changing in my life. And I tried it for like 10 years. And I'm just really grateful I didn't give up. I just said, there's got to be more to this. I've, 
And there's got to be some deeper truths about how to work with the law of attraction. And over the next 10 years, I found what those were. And about 20 years ago, a girlfriend and I were doing law of attraction radio shows on a weekly basis. And people were calling in and saying, you know, coach me. And I'm like, I- I'm not a coach. <laughs> I said I wasn't a coach at least 30 times before it finally dawned on me. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to be a coach. So I just said, well, you know, let me see if I can help. Just, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do, but let's just see if I can help. And I just started putting, you know, sharing what what had worked for me on my journey. And sure enough, it was helping other people. And so I got a little more organized about it and then a little more organized about it. And and I created a following from the radio show and then from Facebook. And so now I've been coaching for 20 years and I created the Total Transformation Program 19 years ago, which is the culmination of these 43 years on my spiritual path and 20 years coaching thousands of people from around the world. And it is truly a blessing for me to be able to watch people's lives improve because of the program and because of the protocol. I just feel so incredibly blessed to have this calling and have this protocol and to have these results. So. Is there more you want to know, Louisa? Yes, a lot more. (laughs) I love that though. One of the things that instantly connected me with you was I was always in my head and, and you, the first thing you said to me was, you know, write out what are the things you want? And of course I wrote, I want a house. I want a car. I want all these things, right? Like how we do our vision boards and you helped me go from my head to my heart and mind led versus soul. Would you speak into that a little bit, because I think a lot of us are doing the I wants and they're different. Well, I I mean, I think that the majority of authors and teachers in our world of self-improvement and especially law of attraction are teaching us to tools to manifest from our mind. And, you know, anybody who's here that has not heard me talk before. Hi, Andrew. Anybody who's here who has not heard me talk before knows that that's all I'm about is moving from mind-led living to spirit-led living. We, we're taught to think our way through life from the minute we're taught our ABCs, right? And a mind-led life is not where our power is. We are divine and eternal spiritual beings And we manifest from our vibration. We manifest from who we are, that that connection with source, right? So Abraham actually says that 17 seconds equals 2,000 hours. Now, they're saying that that's how quickly you can manifest. But I share that quote, not to get anybody excited about how quickly they can manifest, but rather to show the contrast in power between mind and spirit. What Abraham is saying in this quote of 17 seconds equals 2,000 hours is that you can manifest what you want. Um, Hey, Josh, thank you. What they're saying is that you can manifest with mind and body, and it'll take 2,000 hours. 
but you can manifest with higher self and source and you can manifest in 17 seconds. The contrast in power between a spirit-led life and a mind-led life is extreme. The contrast is extreme. 17 seconds equals 2,000 hours. So when we can move from a mind-led life to a spirit-led life, then that's when we can really start playing with the law of attraction. And, And to go back to what you said, Louisa, it is very important for us to get clarity on the difference between what our mind's goals are and what our higher self's goals are. And I can just give you an example. I get a lot of people who come to me and say, I want a relationship. And it's like, okay, you know, and what does your, in this area of your life, what does your higher self want? Well, it wants a relationship. No, no, it doesn't. What does your higher self want? And the truth is what our higher self wants is love, right? It wants connection, not a relationship, not a partner, not sex, right? It's, It's about love and connection. And when you get this clarity of the difference between what your mind wants and what your higher self wants it's a lot easier to manifest, right? You know, if you, it, I have people come to me and say, I want a partner and say, partner, you know, where's, where's love, passion and connection there, right? Or people will come to me and say they want money. I'm like, okay, what does your higher self want? Well, it wants money. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what your higher self wants is probably freedom or peace or something like that, that it thinks money can get. But when you get that clarity, and can really focus on what you, the spiritual being, want and not what your mind wants, life changes. That's just, But that's just one of many, many pieces of the protocol, right, Louisa? You know, I was so blown away with how we are reading these mindset books, right? It all says mind, it's mindset books, and it's all about the mind. And I was really following the mind. And my mind... T- tends to get me in a little bit of trouble because then I start going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and one of the things that I recently, because I, I love listening to the, the way you teach is fabulous. And I love that you record it because I do go back and listen to it. And one of the things I heard you say yesterday was we can't manifest the life we want moving forward if we're still the victim of our past. So no matter, I find sometimes like people say, oh, I've done the work, I've done the work but it still sometimes keeps coming back up. And I love how you and I have talked and you're like, you get to parent your brain, parent your mind. Can we touch on, we've done the work. How do we still stay out of the mess? Well, parenting the mind. So that's a huge subject and it takes me weeks to get people there, but let's see if I can condense it. So, Our mind chatter in many ways is like a precious four-year-old. And it is, you know, imagine a precious four-year-old that you love and, you know, it, it went, you put it to, you put this precious child to bed and now there's a thunderstorm and it wakes up and it's afraid of the thunder, the lightning, the rain and the wind. And, and, you know, what you would do with that child is you would go in and you would give them a hug, kiss them on the forehead and say, I know you're scared, but it's okay. You're safe and I've got you. Right. And that's the kind of love and compassion we want to have with our mind on a regular basis. Remember, we don't want to resist what's going on in our mind. One of the first 
laws of the law of attraction I learned in the 70s was what you resist persists, right? What you resist persists. That is really important. And if we're resisting the mind chatter, then all we're doing is feeding it, right? So we have to lovingly soothe the mind. We want to parent it. And part of that is standing up in spiritual leadership over the mind, being that parent. And it comes from spiritual leadership over the mind. Yeah. And I I really love the parenting and leadership because I think that, you know, being raised, you're like, just be a nice person. And when you're (laughs) really a nice person, you and you're kind and you're sweet and you're dainty little thing, you miss leadership. And and that's where the magic was, is being kind and having authority and being sweet and having authority. And I find like, as I said, I don't see being loving and powerful, right? You can be loving and powerful at the same time. They're, They're not exclusive to each other. They work well together. Absolutely. And also as a parent now, I realize if I show up apologizing for my not being good enough, it makes children be afraid that they're not in good hands. And I also started seeing my life that way. If I'm like thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. My insides are afraid that I don't know what's happening. So that leadership was a huge aspect. And I love that parenting yourself, your mind is like the authority of you're actually going to be okay. Yeah. Do you have any interest in showing the emotional guidance skill? I do. I'm okay. To attempt pulling it up on here because I did download it onto here. All oh, these wait. wonderful faces and names I, I recognize. Okay. I are you guys able to see this? I'm trying to see if I can make How it. How do we explain? Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Does that work? Oh, look at you making it happen, girl. I know. I am so extra proud of myself. See if you can raise it a little bit more. I could do that. Does that? Oh, it's not going any higher. Mm, okay. I could do that. But I think it's blurring the words. It's okay. See if you can. We do need to see more of it. What can we do? Make it smaller, maybe? And it won't go up. Mm-mm, it's not. Okay. I could try to text it to someone else who may have a better access to their, um, their screen. I, in a I mean, yeah, I could try to do it, but honestly, I'm a little slow with this kind of tech. It would probably take me too long and everybody get frustrated. <laughs> I cannot believe I, I remember the first time I was trying to work on computer skills with you. I it's, I thought it was another language. I'm sorry I didn't even ask. Well, it, it's true. And I was totally comfortable. <laughs> not yeah, you've come a long, world. long way, girl. A long, long way from when we started. That's for sure. I know. I'm extra excited. I know that everyone in your class probably has access yeah, to my, this. Yeah, everybody who knows my work is already familiar with this. It's really for your people. Oh, yeah. okay. We can see it. Just make it bogger. Okay. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, except we, I, I can't see the bottom, but maybe other people can. But anyway, so the emotional guidance scale, something I would, re- oh, look at there, perfect. 
one of the things that, first of all, this has been around for thousands of years. This is not something I made up or Abraham made up. There's a copy of this in Power Versus Force. There's other copies in other teachings ar around the world and throughout history. But this is actually over 2,000 years old. The, uh, the, the most early one I was able to find is from the ancient Vedas from over 2,000 years ago. And the translations are almost identical. It, it's really kind of mind-boggling. And I think it's just because truth is timeless. But I don't know what you did before, Louisa, but I could see the whole thing. Awesome. And now, and now I can't. I don't know. Oh, it's not a problem, though, if everybody else can see it. So, you know, what I'd like to ask everybody, especially those who are not familiar with me and my work, I would like for you to just think for a moment about where you are on this emotional guidance scale most of the time, you know, and, and you don't have to share it with us, but maybe write it down. I hope you can read the words. But where are you? And on this scale, where are you hanging out most of the time? It's a really important process to, to discern about where you are on this scale. So I want to just give everybody a minute to maybe write that down, especially those of you that are not familiar with my work. I'm going to try and I know you can give a range, but try to shorten your range as much as you can. It'll help you spot your, your progress and your improvement. So now I want you, we're going to leave this up, but I'm going to distract on the conversation for a moment. We are, each of us, body, mind, and spirit. And you, the spiritual being, you, that eternal spiritual being connected to source, just like Luisa's website name, right? You connected to source. Came up together. Yeah, we came up with that together. I would like for you to tell me, you know, you, that spiritual being, where are you on this emotional guidance scale? Take your time and think about that or process it or meditate on it, however you want to. Where are you, the spiritual being, on this chart? Thanks. That was perfect, Louisa. I don't know what you just did. I don't know. It's okay. getting its own thing. So I'm hoping that some of you already kind of knew what the answer was. Even those of you that knew what the answer was, you know, is it really... Is it vibrating as true for you? But here's the answer. Each of us is always at one on that scale as a spiritual being. We are always at the top at joy, knowledge, power, freedom, love, and appreciation. That's the real us in every moment of our life, in every area of our life. And this is so important for you to get. The real you is always at the top. And so if that's the case, then why aren't we living our life from that place sometimes, right? And it goes back to another Abraham quote where Abraham says, hold on, got to pull this quote up. It is, I 
You can manifest anything as quickly as you release the resistance. What are they? What it, where's that resistance coming from? Is it coming from body, mind, or spirit? It's coming from the mind. Our resistance comes from our mind. And so what this emotional guidance scale is doing is it is measuring how much of that resistance you have. No, I'm not talking about Abe Lincoln. I'm talking about Abraham Hicks. Um, so this scale is measuring how much are you listening to your mind chatter? It's also measuring how close are you to your true authentic self? That's at one on that scale. Does your list know about Abraham, Louisa? I think most of everyone does. As far as I, I can, I can back off of Abraham quotes if I should. I love Abraham quotes, and I, okay. I think, all right. It, you know, you were the first person who introduced me to Abraham. I had never, <laughs> and I like thought I knew this world. And all of a sudden I was like, no, who's Abraham? So if anyone doesn't know, it's a great opportunity. To yes. Let's, let's, let's share some Abraham with you. So this scale is just, there's so much truth in this. I, I actually taught a class on this scale that was a three week long class. And that's all I taught was the scale. <laughs> I mean, this, this is so rich with truth and understanding and tools to help you. You can, discern where people around you are on this scale and then you can predict their behavior based on where they are but one but one of the caveats to that and this is very important too i hope you guys are listening but because people will pretend to be higher on this scale than they really are think about every first date right every single first date we're putting our best foot forward we're we're showing them that we're at the top of the emotional guidance scale but then over time, we kind of start dropping and we become more authentic and raw and real. And we realize they, you know, we start showing them, well, we're not exactly at the top of the scale, right? So it takes a little bit of time for us to be authentic with each other. But, and we don't want to judge anybody based on the scale, but we do want to discern where they are. We want to be honest with ourselves. And one of the main reasons for that is because those of us on a spiritual path, we are so trusting, we are so giving, we are so, we want to see the best in everybody. We embody the term namaste, the divine in me sees and honors the divine in you. And, and so we, we just think everybody's at the top of the scale and life is good. And they are except that we also need to see where they're living right here in the physical universe. We want to see more than just their divinity, that divinity. I know that, you know, I probably could have seen the divinity in Hitler and, and that kind of naivety or innocence or purity on my part bit me in the butt a lot <laughs> Over, over the years, because I was trusting people that really had not earned my trust. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't do that anymore. I, I, I give people an opportunity to earn my trust, but it is just not freely given. Right. right. That was a huge lesson with that. I learned with you. And one of the other things I realized was 
being that I love winning, I I wasn't going to win anything at the bottom of the emotional guidance scale. So anytime I'm at the bottom and it was a if I got on a call with you with a oh my God, you were like, Well, where are you in the emotional guidance scale? And I'd realize I was at the bottom and she's like, and you would say, well, how do you want to manifest from there? Because that's not where you manifest from. And instantly I could jump up to the top because I love winning and I love manifesting. And I was not going to live at the bottom if I did, if I had a choice. So I love that we do have a choice and we don't have to live at the bottom. And it's yeah. seeing it visually. You're like, oh my God, I could just go right into joy and love. Thank you. I'll choose that. So, I would you know, it's, open- it's, it's actually one of the things that I really admire about you, Louisa, is that, you know, I kind of have this magic gift that I can get people up the emotional guidance scale pretty quickly, no matter where they are. And I think that you have that gift as well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I think that there's this energy that and, and experience that people are left with when they're around certain energies. And I think you and I definitely have that, but I love that people do contact us and we get to shift that space, but it's so easy because it's like, well, do you want to win? Yes. Okay. Well, let's, let's do it. Well, and, and what we're talking about really is being vibrationally contagious, right? We are vibrationally contagious, you and I, but the truth is we're all vibrationally contagious. And that's even more reason for us to be selective about the vibration of the people around us, right? So we, we want to discern the truth of where people are on the emotional guidance scale and kind of get picky about who we're hanging out with. I was on a mommy group earlier this week and somebody said, you know, I'm not even picky. I just want somebody in my life and nobody wants to be with me. And I was like, be careful what you ask for (laughs) in this seat without falling over right now, like saying that out loud and, and thinking you mean it. Yeah. So I could monopolize your time a hundred percent of it. So I'm going to take an opportunity and one welcome everybody. Cause I know a lot of people have popped into the room since we started. I am so grateful to have you all here and please feel free to raise your hand. And I could, I, you normally we kind of jump in and start chatting, but there's a lot of people in here. So please raise your hand and we will go from Anyone who wants to share and ask Don a question. Wow, everyone's. I nope, don't nobody has any questions. I know that there's people in here because I know Fatima Brian has a question. Brian, yes. Yeah. Well, first, first off, great to meet you, Dawn. Thank you, Brian. Uh, yeah, of course. So. I know that you're a transformational coach. Have you coached anybody who has like some kind of diagnosis, like autism or anything along those lines? I've had people who had Asperger's. I don't know that I've had anybody farther on the spectrum than Asperger's. But I have had a lot of people who have been had other diagnoses. Is there one in particular? Was autism the one you were mostly asking about? Yeah. I, th- I think the farthest on the spectrum has been Asperger's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just asking from a personal standpoint because I'm 
I'm actually on the spectrum myself. But, but I think you, you seem uh, highly functioning. So I, you know, I don't, I can't imagine that that would really get in the way. No, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gone through lots of transformations in my life that I'm very proud of. So wow, you but, should uh, be proud. Yeah, you should be proud. Any more questions, Brian? Not right now. Okay. Thank you, Brian. I always love having you here. And it's just such a pleasure to know that you contribute so much. Thank you. Mr. Reed. You've got to unmute. We can't hear you. You have David. to unmute, honey. I know that. Why am I not doing that? Anyway. <laughs> Hi, Don. Thank you so much. Very nice David. to meet you. A couple of things that you said resonated, and I just wanted to delve a little bit more into it. But something, and then Louisa touched on it a bit, but about the spiritual leadership over your mind and the chatter that's in your head all the time and, and things like limiting beliefs and how, when you say what you resist, you know, persist, obviously it's something I've, del I've delved into, I've studied it and haven't mastered it all the time at different times have. So, I haven't either, by the way. I'm not I, I, figured, at I, knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. However, there's probably a scale. You, I pivot a little faster than most people. Yeah, that's that's exactly the thing. It's when those, yeah. it's that pivot. It's replacing that thought in the moment with something that serves you as opposed to non-serving you, and, and picking at that wound as opposed to leaving it alone, yeah. and, and just and 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 observing what it is for what it is, and not necessarily making it you know, anything more than what it is and observing it does. So I wanted to know, maybe this is kind of a nuanced question or a little bit esoteric, but besides meditation or things of that nature, what have you found is the best <clears throat> way to kind of, you know, do that, to shift in the moment when you're having necessarily a limiting belief or having some sort of chatter to soothe your mind? So um, the total... The Total Transformation Program actually has a toolbox list that has 26 different tools to help you pivot. Okay. But I, because I love Louisa so much, I will share with you guys my client's favorite tool because it is so quick and so powerful. Is that okay, Louisa? Yeah. Okay. So if you were to survey the thousands of people I've coached over the years, I'm sure that 99% of them would say that this is their favorite tool. And it's called the 15 second meditation. Okay. And it is obviously short and incredibly powerful. There are two ways to do the 15 second meditation. One is just at random times during the day. And I will walk you guys through it with Louisa's permission. And you know, what I actually recommend to my clients is that every time you take a sip of water or every time you go pee, do a 15 second meditation. Every time you're on hold on the phone, every time you're at a long traffic light, let those be triggers for you to do the 15 second meditation. And let me explain why. I mean, I think David, you already know why, but let me share it with everybody else. When, when I learned meditation, it was transcendental meditation in the mid eighties and they, they taught us to meditate for 20 minutes twice a day. And the reason for that is because your morning meditation can't take you all the way until bedtime, right? You, you get, we all get thrown out of that connection with our higher self and source. And so they say, do it twice. Well, 
that wasn't working for me. My mind chatter was like going crazy. Oh, there's David. <laughs> he moved. My mind chatter was kind of going all the time. And so I needed to find something that kept me in that connection and not just something that would get me back. And so the 15 second meditation was something I totally made up for myself and then started sharing because it worked. And so let's all go through it and then I can chat about it a little bit more. So I'm going to ask everybody to close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart chakra, take a deep breath, drop your shoulders, and repeat after me, I'm lovingly quieting my mind and connecting with my higher self and source. Feel your mind chatter, just get quiet, insist that it be quiet. Drop your shoulders again. Take another deep breath. Feel that the universe has your back. Get into that place of peace. No mind chatter. Connection with source. And then very slowly open your eyes and come back and hold on to that connection. Now, if you do it right, it feels like a spiritual buzz. <laughs> And the more you do it, the more of a spiritual buzz you get. It's really kind of cool. Nobody needs to, to have a, a glass of wine anymore. You can just do this. So there's another time that you can do a 15-second meditation, and that is when your mind chatter is dragging you down the emotional guidance scale. When you're feeling doubt or fear or unworthiness, whatever those lower vibrations are, and you're going to do it the same way, except that at, when you open your eyes at the end, you're going to say, okay, what is the deeper truth? My mind was giving me its perspective. What is this deeper truth? What's my higher self's viewpoint of this? Okay. So David, do you want to share some mind chatter that dragged you down recently so we can use it as an example? Some mind chatter some doubt regarding, you know, career choices that I had made or and changes that I'm, okay. you know, contemplating and, and, you know, what if the, what ifs that happened, the, 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 the negative worst case scenarios for things that, you know, that put you in your head around that stuff. Okay. Well, there's a couple of those there. So I'm just going to pick career sure. choices. Is that sure. okay? Sure. So, you know, the mind chatter is going and it's saying, you know, whatever it's saying that's dragging you down and saying what that there's, there's not enough choices. There's too many choices. I don't know what to choose. What, what is the mind chatter? Yeah, there's a, there's some choices that need to be made. And do I need to take something safer and okay. as opposed to, you know, taking a little more risk and okay. which may, you know, things of that, things like that. Okay. So, you know, you just, realize that you're kind of sliding down the emotional guidance scale and you want to nip it in the bud before it goes too far. And so you want to catch yourself and you want to go into the 15 second meditation. And then you're going to come out and you're going to say, what's the deep, what's the deeper truth? What's that 40,000 foot viewpoint that my higher self has? And 
you know, if you do this right, and in the beginning, you may have to do two, three, four of them, right? Mm -hmm. But eventually you'll get down to one. And, you know, the deeper truth of this particular situation is that the universe has always had your back. You know, you, you've, you've, you've made all the decisions in your life and most of them have probably been good. And you can trust that the universe is going to help you make this decision as well. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about it. Worrying isn't going to help anything. So you're just going to relax and allow the answer to come to you, right? Whatever that answer is, I'm kind of making it up for you, honey, but you know, just getting your higher self's perspective instead of your mind's perspective. I call it the difference between a turtle perspective and a giraffe perspective. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Thank you. You're very welcome. Do you feel like I, I, I hope everybody enjoyed that 15 second meditation. And I hope you all took notes because it is so freaking powerful. Well, it is. And I, you know, I, I've done something similar. I used to do this thing called a three-step process where I just, I check like randomly on my phone and with this ding and I go, okay, whatever I'm doing right now, I stop and just where, where, what's going on and realizing that whatever's going on, I'm just running on a program that has been going on. I just stop that program and figure out where it's, where it's feeling and where am I feeling in my body? And I just let it go. And then I say, thank you. I, I love it. And I bless it, whether it's good or bad. And it, 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 it rings true that I like yours better, but because it's definitely coming from a different place. I, I, use, I, I, I was finding myself, you were saying, you know, we need to come from spirit. You know what I didn't in, in heart, you know, spirit, you know, from head to heart. And I always sometimes would think spirit was actually the head instead of the heart. I miss, I, I it's not. And a I lot would, of people get this wrong. And this is mm-hmm. why people are so frustrated that they're not actually able to work with the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing it from the mind, which is not where our power is at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is, this wisdom goes back so much. I mean, Native Americans said that the longest journey we will ever take is the 12 inches from our head to our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, Carl Jung met with Hopi elders and they had that conversation about that. You know, ancient philosophers have said, you are not your mind. That is not who you are. And yet somehow in today's world where we're focused on mindset, we're thinking that mind is where our power is. And it it just is not, darlings, all of you. Your mind is not where your power is. It's in your vibration. The universe is not listening to your thoughts. It is, it's, it's just mirroring back your vibration. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Dave. I love that. Fatima. Hi, Fatima. Hi, how are you? Thank you so Good. much, Don. Everything's so amazing. I love it. My question to you is when everything feels like it's aligned, the energy feels good, but yet things don't quite work out the way you expected them to be. Like, how can you, how do you know when it's the mind and the heart, when they're very similar, like it feels right, energy's right, everything's great, but then the, the results are not there. Like, does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. Things feel uh, like I mean, they're just perfectly I th- aligned. I think that one of the key words in your question is expectations, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So where do those expectations come from? Body, mind, or spirit? Mm. That's a good one. What do you think the answer is, Fatima? Mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And so when we are in our vortex and totally in the flow and connected to our higher self and source, the expectations aren't there and we're just enjoying the journey and going with the flow. And if things don't turn out exactly the way our mind thought they would, we're okay with that because it's not about the mind's journey, right? So true. So true. How do you feel about that answer? Do you want me to elaborate or do you feel like that really helped? No, you nailed it. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, you nailed it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Yeah. It doesn't say your name. It says iPad. You have your hand raised. What's your name? Yes. Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm actually on your program. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a question. I don't know if this is too advanced, but it's kind of like what we just discussed. Mm -hmm. So there's a part in there that actually talks about mind, body, and spirit that I'm working on right now for this week. And my question is, well, I'm sorry, what week are you on? Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. So my question about that is the mind, body, and spirit and trying to make the, the spirit lead. Right. Mm -hmm. And my question though, is, is that to keep, source in the driver's seat basically Mm -hmm. but then there's so much going on there's you know life and work and business and bills and how like I know that it's supposed to be that way but for example if somebody you know then you have to talk about you know your worth or you have to talk about what your pricing is or this or that and this kind of stuff especially with even people that might not be saying like you have to put up, stand up for yourself or something like this. How do you keep the source in the driver's seat when you want to just go to ego and go, you know what? I don't deserve that. I don't need that. Or I want that. And then that sounds mind, 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 mind. Yeah. The, the answer is deep and varied, Jennifer, and I, but I do want to oh, assure you, I want to assure you <laughs> that the solution is in front of you in the program. Yeah. You're only on week okay. two of 14. Yeah. So you, you you're going to get there and I, and I'm going to check in with you at week six and I'm going to sh- check in with you again at week 14. And we're going to make sure you get this, but I don't think that I can go into that amount of depth here in this venue. Oh, I didn't know that was a deep question. I thought it was no, something. No, it's just like that Abraham the, an, the answer is is going to unfold before you, and and okay. I would love to just give you some peace, knowing that you're going to get this. Yeah, today today was a very very challenging day. Like she was talking about expectations you know, and of course I did everything. I felt like I did all my other modules correctly and then was waiting for, you know, all this to just go into place and insurance companies answering the phone when they're supposed to and all this kind of stuff. And you're end up just being 
livid. I mean, honestly, because yeah. it's like nothing. And then the only thing that happened was funny is as soon as I realized, I was like, okay, angels, you need to take care of this because I'm about to lose it. And then and, the and right that, person- and that's, that's perfect. It, you know, whether it's angels, universe, God, higher self, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Let, the right surrender actually answered You're, the phone. Yeah. And that's when the mind, you know, that's how you shut the mind off. And it, but if you're vibrating, I mean, really what you were saying was you were vibrating in frustration, you were vibrating in fear, you know, and those vibrations are just never going to help you manifest. And your only job at that point is to take a look at the tools in your toolbox and pivot and keep pivoting and keep pivoting. And I, I, you know, there's a bunch of tools that we all know and use. You know, I wish one I of, one of the best ones. You're so upset. It, well, I give you a list. I give you a list at the end of week six and another toolbox oh. list at the end of week 14. So just know you've got lists coming. But okay. what I think that one that we all know and appreciate is music. We are we are vibrational beings in a vibrational hmm. universe and music is vibrational. Crank the tunes up, whatever your genre is, and just, you know, shake it out. Really. Have a dance just, party. But yeah, it does get easier. It really gets easier. Like, it does. And and it is tough in the beginning. Everybody starts off in a similar place. I did too. Right. So, but you're going to get there, Jennifer, and, and I'm going to be there for you. The other yeah. one is, could you please repeat what you said about the 15 seconds of what that mantra is? Cause I didn't write. You're going to, you're getting that in week three in detail. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You're, you're going to get it all written out for you. You get a video t- showing you how to do it. I, I'm okay. going to give it to you in detail in week three. When does week three come to you? Next week. Okay. okay. I, you've got it, Carl. I promise. Thank all right. You. Thank you. Alicia. Thank you so much. Hello, Dawn. And hello. Hello, beloved. I I wish I could see your face. It's so nice to hear your voice again. Thank you. I'm not at home. I would love to turn my camera on. I'm not in a position to do so right now. However, so I studied with Dawn. I had the pleasure, the distinct pleasure to study with Dawn some years ago. And what's so interesting about this journey is that we're always up leveling and finding ourselves on this kind of like upward spiral in terms of our ascension and evolution in terms of how we continue to embrace these teachings. And so I wasn't there at that time in my level of understanding with regard to some things that are currently going on in my life that I didn't yet know that I would be embarking upon. And so my question is this Dawn, I'm curious to know the best way to manifest spiritual law in my life when my vibration is sabotaged, when I allow my mind and energy to be hijacked, whenever I unintentionally come into contact with toxic people that I have in my life and get activated. And these are persons that I'm not in a position to cycle out right now. Are we talking Um, about your ex, Alicia? Oh, definitely not. No, okay. my ex is amazing. <laughs> no, I'm talking. I can't believe about- I remember. Uh, yeah, not my ex. I don't think my, I think I had an amazing partner at the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The thing, yeah. I tend to have fabulous okay. relationships. Yeah. So it's my, uh, a few family members and 
they're loving so, it. However, it's just toxic. So when, when we have low vibration people around us, there we have a couple of choices. One of them right. is to just kind of create distance and say goodbye. And that's probably the easiest and more, most complete way. But the second way is just to, when you spend time with them, don't, don't be vulnerable. Talk about traffic and the weather, right? Don't, don't, don't talk about things that really are important to your heart and soul sure. because you don't want to put yourself in a vulnerable position where you're talking about something that means a lot to you. So just kind of create a, a distance in the connection that you have. And you can still be nice. You know, there, there are people on my Christmas card list that are toxic people and I still wish them a Merry Christmas. You know, there, we don't, but there are other ways too. And, you know, one of the ways is a process that Abraham teaches us. And that is a book of positive aspects. Mm -hmm. And I can't really go into explaining it. Alicia, you already know what it is for anybody else who wants to look it up. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. But it, it removes the resistance. Remember that what we resist persists. So Alicia, if you are resisting these people in your life, you're just going to keep them in your life. Right. So you have to do everything you can to remove that resistance. I really believe that Abraham's book of positive aspects is one of the best ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, then and Alicia, you, you also yeah. have the benefit, you know, this of contacting me and setting up an appointment. I'll be there for you. I'm going to reach out because okay. this is a whole new level of just integration of the information okay. because, and someone mentioned it was Brian. Okay. So I'm a traumatic brain injury survivor multiple times over. So I'm a neurodiverse individual who is, who has a very enmeshed relationship with my family and I'm not yet in the position to put that separation there. And so it's very difficult. So this is like on another level of deep diving with regard to how do we manage our energy while still being in loving connection with people we care about and who love us. However, it's challenging. So I, I appreciate that information. And it is a, a very intentional dance, I think, you know, where we're making our number one priority to feel good at all times to guard our vibration and to allow ourselves to embody that, that heart space journey, I think. Thank you so much, Alicia, for sharing that. And we can continue this conversation okay. you know, privately. Okay. Sounds good. I'll reach out. Thank you, Dawn. You're very welcome. We each have an opportunity to make this decision thousands of times every day for the rest of our life. Are we going to listen to our mind or our, our higher self? It's a decision we all get to make every moment for the rest of our lives. Who are we listening to? And I promise you, your life is going to be so much sweeter if you're listening to your higher self. Absolutely. And I think Absolutely. that we have all of the access and the tools that we get. And if you incorporate most of the people in your life where they're in higher vibrations, then when we're around people who are not, it just, it flows right off. It's like, I don't take those people seriously anymore. It doesn't mean as much as it used to. I don't get in there with them anymore. I, I have this level of acceptance that I, if emotionally and physically doesn't pull me anymore. And it used to, I, it, it, I made it about me when I'm like, it's not about me. They're in their space. So 
not my monkey, not my circus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I think that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. I mean, we just need to let people enjoy their journey, right? That is what, wherever they want to be on the emotional guidance scale, it's their choice. Right. And I used to take it so personally. I was like, how dare that? And I'm like, you go do you. And it's so much more fun. Nikki, yes, I'd love for you to share. Hi, Dawn. Oh my Hi, God. Nikki. I adore you. What the? <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. My question is really geared towards, you know, when does intentional action come into play? And how does that play into the law of attraction or manifesting in, in the physical world? I think I think that if I understand your question correctly and help me, you know, if I'm if I don't, but what I'm looking for is following inspiration. Like there's a place for discipline. We we need to discipline our mind, but my actions are all well, not all, I'm not perfect at this, but I try to have my actions be inspired actions right? The word inspired comes from in spirit. So if we are following inspired action, then it, it won't be intentional. I think that, do you want to help me understand what you meant by intentional? Yes, because I would say like, I have difficulties around this thing, whether it's inspired or if it's like an action taken out of the mind. Okay. So I have a cheat sheet for that, that everybody gets in week one <laughs> and it's called a spirit mind chart. And I list, you know, the things on the spirit side and the things on the mind side, the, the emotions and the beliefs and decisions, the energies of both of those. And when you see them side by side, it's easy for you to say, Oh, I see what side I'm on. And then if you're on the spirit side, then follow that, the action that's feeling inspired. If you, if you notice that you're feeling those emotions that are more on the mind side, then you have, you pivot, you find one of the 26 tools to help you pivot, try the 15 second meditation. But there, there is this beautiful cheat sheet I created a long, long time ago to help people answer that exact question. And Louisa, can you, do you want to talk about that? Do you remember it? <laughs> You must remember of it. Of course I remember it. Yeah, and I like got coached by you. And I, one of the things I love is that you were very, very generous with sharing your tools. And I remember thinking like, I love the cheat sheets. Cause I, I like now as I coach people, I'm like, I, I need things stupid proof. I, I, I don't want to have to go searching for things. Just, you know, I, everyone in here knows, like who knows me and they're, I'm like, are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? I need to know who it is like yesterday. So I love that you give these information. And for me, I also go into, does it light me up? Does it physically make me excited mm -hmm. to do it? And cause if I does, then I know it's coming from what I want to do, but if there's any resistance, then I explore that because when it feels really good, it's an instant. Yes. Well, I'm going to, I hope no one minds a little bit of special words, but I tend to like say them sometimes. I heard this the other day and says, if it's not a heaven's yes, it's a hell F U C K. No. 
Yeah, so, that's actually from Abraham. And I taught it to Marissa and Shane, my kids. I taught I taught it to them when they were little and they thought it was so funny because they got to curse, right? Because what Abraham the Abraham quote is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. <laughs> well, there's the nice evidence. So somebody added heaven to it to make it more G-rated, I guess. But yeah, if that's an Abraham quote, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yeah. And and I think it's so easy to tell. But if when I'm in alignment and I'm doing everything in the flow, my body knows like this what what where it is and what it wants. It's yeah. when I'm not in it that I'm like, I don't know. What was I supposed to be doing? I'm gonna sorry, there's ice being put in the container and behind me, all that noise. So I, I think, you know what, I, I know Nikki very well. And one of the things that I love about Nikki is she's a powerhouse. And she absolutely knows when it's a yes or a no. It's <laughs> does not trust herself that like, I'll say, do you want to do this? She goes, no, I actually don't think that that's what I want to do in my life at this very moment. So she is one of the most powerful yes, no people I know. It's when we don't trust that we are clear as day. And girl, you are as powerful as they come. That's nice to know about you, Nikki. I so appreciate that, Louise. And we see our mirror in other people. And I can say the same for you. I did have a follow-up question for Dawn um, when you said pivoting, because sometimes in the emotional state of self-doubt, that that decision could be a no. But if you pivot into a higher vibrational state, could it change to a yes? Could the same decision change to a yes? Absolutely. You know, there, you know, throughout every single day of my life, my my mind is telling me to go left and my higher self is telling me to go right. You know, the every single we make so many decisions in every single day. Every word we say is really a decision. And the more we're we're living our life from being spirit-led instead of mind-led, things just coincidences and blessings are just so more much more abundant than people even realize are possible. When we move from mind-led living to spirit-led living, it's like a whole new freaking world. It really, really is. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. Mayella. Hi. Okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Don. I have a question. I just don't know if it's going to make sense or if it's a dumb question. From what I understand, you said you manifest not from your mind, right? You yes. don't, you don't. Okay. So I have a doubt. I went through like, I'm a cancer survivor, right? Mm-hmm. And during that whole time, I would tell my mind or my mind would tell me like, like, get up, you know, get up, get up. You can't just lay there. You're going to feel more sick. Like, I feel like my mind was the one that was pushing me through it to be positive, to make it through the day for my kids and all that. So now that you're saying that it was in my mind that manifests that, like you're telling me my emotions. I, I would or? doubt very seriously I, if it was your mind. I think that was definitely your higher self offering you inspiration. I mean, I don't know you, but I've heard these stories from others over the years. And 
it's never been the mind. The mind, the mind vibrates at, at, you know, in fear. Most of the time, fear, doubt, worry, right? That those are the vibrations that are predominant in the mind until we teach it how to follow. Once we teach it how to follow, it actually becomes a, a really powerful partner with us. And, and maybe, maybe somehow you were able to get your mind to be that powerful partner with you. But I, I, my, my guess is that that was your higher self offering you inspiration and guidance. Oh, okay. Cause all this time I'm like, oh no, it was like my strong minded. That was like getting me through it. Oh, I was believing like, oh, if you set yourself like in your brain and your mind, you can make it through it. You know what I mean? So now that I'm hearing this from you and I was like, oh, I'm confused. <laughs> okay. You know, you are, you are powerful, eternal, a divine part of the universe. That's where your power is. That's where all of our power is. Thank you. You're very welcome. The one of the things I wanted to talk about is all the fear that the world keeps setting us up for, like COVID. Oh my God. Now there's the recession and the the, the sky is falling and everyone's going to lose their money and they better start saving everything and 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 like it's always the next trauma. How do we prepare ourselves in, in protecting our spirit led experience to not buy into? Cause I have to say how many people sit in my chair and they're truly buying the fear. So the, the, the number one piece of advice I'm going to give, and it will not be popular to everyone, turn off the TV and turn off the news. <laughs> Okay, the the news are, they're just merchants of chaos. They make money on feeding you chaos. And I, you know, imagine for a moment that aliens come down from another planet and they come to earth and they're watching us and saying, you're not going to believe this. They hire people to scour the earth looking for the worst news possible and they feed it to them at dinner time. You know, I mean, it just seems like the most bizarre thing. Don't just don't do it. If you must. If you absolutely must be connected to news, limit yourself to five minutes, five minutes a day. That's it. Check, check Yahoo or whatever you want to do for five minutes and let it go because that is the lowest vibration you're going to eat in the day. And don't do it. Just turn it off. Have discipline. Walk away. But there's a lot of other piece of his pieces of advice that we can do really it comes about in this journey of moving from mind led to spirit led when you actually make that journey and it's it's like a sliding scale right people come to me and they start off maybe 10 or 20 percent spirit led and the rest of it is mind led and we just move that scale over time so that eventually they're at 80 percent spirit led and I don't aspire to get anybody past 80 percent. That was the other thing I remember you saying, because I know nope, we're not looking for perfection. I was like, ah, and you were like 80, 20, Louisa. And I thought, okay, 80, 20. Yes. It, it does. It, it does give a lot of peace, but I do have to say there's a lot of what brings me extra peace is knowing that during the great depression, the most millionaires were, came out of it. And so every time there's trauma, whenever we're like pretend, you know, imaginary trauma that's coming, a lot of the people that are 
powerful are like, yes. And what do you get to create during this time? What do you get to, how do you get to show up during this time as opposed to how do you hunker down and panic? Yeah. Yeah. There was a quote that I had in my head and now I lost it, but yeah, you see where it is. I'm sorry. I lost it, Louisa. It is 1037 my time. So (laughs) I have to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, we're going to so appreciate and love on you as you go to sleep. Everyone who wants to stay another 20 minutes, we could chit chat. I'm happy to stay another 20 minutes. Just forgive my mind for not being able to come up with quotes like I used to. So You know what I love about the way I watch you pull it together? I could picture a computer programmer and then you're just like, here's this file, here's this file. I just (laughs) love as you're like pulling the files out of your memory bank. But we love having you on, and I I know what time it is for you. And I would be like, good night. How do, I still I still have twenty minutes left in me. If you want me here, if you would rather talk with your group, that's we fine too. Love having you here. So does okay. anybody else want to be able All to right. share and what we got out of it, and what is your takeaway from tonight? I could pick on Andrew or Norman because I know they're remarkable in your class. I've had oh, an experience yes. with them. Hi, Andrew. Do you want to say something? How you doing? I'm I'm well, thank you. I'm enjoying this very much. Oh, because you needed a little refresher. <laughs> yeah, you always. I I think the the shirtless gentleman made ah, such Joshua. a Joshua made such a great point that it it is a process. You do keep coming back to it and. Uh, you know, and I hear you say it. I heard, I was watching a video with Joe Dispenza a couple of days ago, and he was saying, you know, sometimes he has to go in his office for half an hour and, and, and get back to that, yeah. that spirit led place that, and, you know, everybody has to do that. I have um, teenagers at home. I have to go in my room and, and pivot, you know, intensely for sometimes. <laughs> Pivot between yeah. pivots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, we all we're all dealing with life. It's just a matter of how how quickly we can pivot. Right, and everyone has to. Yeah. In fact, you hear Abraham talk about Esther doing it. The, the same thing. Yeah. So for Jennifer, I think that's a, an important thing. The the woman in week two. That's a that's a great piece of. Of advice. It is a process. And, you know, thank you for continually reminding me. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, I needed to hear this stuff over and over again. How many times do we listen to Abraham say the same thing over and over again? You know, but I am trying to make this, you know, the total transformation program really is about giving you practical application of spiritual concepts, right? It is. It really it, it, is. It is not just theory. It's not just information. If, if information helped us change our lives, then we could read a couple of books and be good, right? This is about really putting it into practical application. And for anybody who's feeling inspired by this conversation and the work that I do, you can find more about it on thetotaltransformationprogram.com. Thetotaltransformationprogram.com. And it is fan flipping fantastic. 
you know what you were saying about the like if we read a book and we know the answer how it, we would just have it like yeah. well then we'd all be really fit and very thin because we all know if we don't eat that much and work out it's that easy but how many people are very fit and very thin not that many because it's not about just knowing it you know I, we've yeah. tried this for a long time and i love the way and it's also the, that like one minute where it actually you get the aha and, and it happens in a moment. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, the those light bulb those, those light bulb moments. It's like, oh, I get it now, right? I really pray that that everybody that comes to my work that they have so many of those light bulb moments. Absolutely. So, how do you? Oh, actually, I want to give Norman an opportunity to say hello. And I know hi, Norman. His hand, but I'd love to hear from him. Hi, Norman. Hi there. Great to be here. I always get something you're in Dawn in your courses. There's always so much information there and I always miss something. And tonight I just wrote down a little note here. It's not a hell yes. It's a hell no. <laughs> I heard you say that before. I completely forgot about it. And it's just a little gem. That, that's Abraham. I can't take credit for that one, but I'm glad that I can oh. remind you of it. So. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank you. I, I always love seeing Norman. Always. I, I love how like peaceful he is and he's, it, it's just very like soothing and you, you have such a great essence of like the way you show up both of both the men from your class I really appreciated it's it's my vibration <laughs> yes and and I'm blessed to actually be friends with Norman as well so I love we're, we're actually local friends so oh he's in Florida yep he's right here in Fort Lauderdale wow I love this yeah I feel like Nikki had a follow-up question Nikki did you already ask the question or did you have a follow-up follow-up Oh, I know I have a question already. Awesome. Because I wasn't sure if there was another one. It was about pivoting. <laughs> so who wants to close out the room with one last question? Or should we allow Dawn to go to bed and have wonderful dreams? And I'm so grateful for your time, Dawn. I, I, you know, I, I adore you so much. You will be a part of my life, I hope, for the rest of my life. And so I would I would show up for you anytime. Thank you. I am so grateful for the relationship. And I love, I got to live down the street from you and really get to physically know you. And I, I think those gems that get created just from being open and sharing hearts. And that's really what I want to create in here is an opportunity, even though we're all over the world for people to, who are like-minded to be able to share together. And, and that's where, you know, these relationships are when someone isn't in the space that feels right. We like know what love feels like. We know what amazing feels like. So it, the yes and the no get very easy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm seeing in the chat, all the thanks, thank yous. You're you're all very, very welcome, and thank you for giving me an opportunity to follow my dharma and my calling. Without you, I wouldn't be able to follow it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. 
I was going to put in this new launch that I had in the chat. I'm going to ask if Fatima could do it because I knew I was going to go fumble around, but you and I had been working on who I get to serve and what I do, and I had a new launch go on. So I'm going to ask if Fatima could put it in the chat. If you guys want to get to know a little bit about me and want to read what I'm up to, it'll go in there too. Yeah, all, all of my people from my mailing list that are here, you know, Louisa, it is important. I Tomorrow is my last day of taking private clients. So any of my clients who are looking, if now the people that I'm working with already, those that I'm like Andrew and Norman, any of my clients, I will always be there for you, but I am no longer taking new clients. So if anybody on my list is looking for private coaching, Louisa my, is probably your best bet because I kind of trained her and gave her a lot of my protocol. But I am going into semi-retirement and I'm focusing only on group coaching at this point and, and level one of the total transformation program. Wow. Talk about some serious news at the end. <laughs> like, how's that for the mic drop moment? Oh, I, you have been so powerful and I am so grateful for you. And I, I love that any, anytime I've ever needed you, it was one second away from what do you need? And yeah. that is, and one of the first, one of the questions I remember you asking me is how will you, how will you serve your community? And what does this mean to you? And it meant so much to you to what I was going to do with it. And I love how protective you are of the baby. And that is so special. So I am so honored to that I get passed the torch from you. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. And, you know, I do want to continue to offer referrals to you for people who are looking for private coaching. I so appreciate it. Thank yeah. you all of you for really like time is the most valuable commodity we have. And the fact that you all shared this evening with us and got to be here. And I hope everybody leaves with something so special and gets to bring it into how they show up in the world. So Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. Have the most beautiful night.